Hey, good afternoon, everybody. One of the two farts. My name is Chuck. <laughs> I'm the, the snaggletooth old fart. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you're killing me, old man. You're killing me. Well, let me tell you, that, that uh, tooth she made, I was wearing it the other day, and it, hell, that came apart. It came out. <laughs> so I said, the heck with it. I just put it up in a glass and we'll store it till I get ready to need it. No, you need to call her and get a new one made. <laughs> I will after I get my operation done next week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is always an adventure with this old man trying to start a podcast episode. We were doing our little test. He's talking. I'm like, Dad, I can't hear you. And he's like, what? I'm like, I can't hear you. And he's like, <laughs> he can't remember where the cables are, the old microphone. Then he's like, man, I spent two hours He's like, I spent two hours this morning trying to come up with something we were going to talk about. And and then and then I had to type it up because I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> it is a struggle, have, people. Where else can you have this much fun and be and be free? I don't know, man. <laughs> you, hey, you, you know why I think we're having these technical difficulties? I think it was that damn Chinese balloon that was coming over the country. That was, but hell, it's down now. So what's the problem? <laughs> it must have put some virus on your computer. Uh, it's probably the second one that's falling behind it. Oh, Lord, have mercy, people. Uh, it is always an adventure. It is a struggle to get a podcast episode recorded. Maybe I just need to go with a new laptop. I don't know. I don't know either, man. But you got to remember where you have things. You got to remember what microphones you have, what cables they use, and then you got to store them all in one spot. So you know I can I can't even remember my first name. What do you mean to remember all that stuff? Well, there is that. But if you store it all in one place, and if you can remember the type of cables, like these are called either TRS or um, I think they're called quarter-inch cables. Yeah. T TRS for tip, ring, and sleeve. Now, we're going to figure out one day. And then you got the XLR, which is that big black cable that you had. And then you got, I don't even remember what you call those little cables, little skinny ones. Well, I see a note on, on your picture here. It says actual recording is higher quality. What does that mean? That means after we're done that you become a higher quality person. Do I get more money for that? You get the same amount that you're getting right now. Well, heck, that ain't no good. I, I know. Well, let me tell you something. It's been an exciting week for me. I got to find my book that your Uncle Gene gave me, that Gene Stallings autographed for me a long time ago when he made a speech in Phoenix City. Tony Franklin. Do you know who Tony Franklin is? Uh, a preacher? Nope. A&M nope. kicker, the barefoot kicker. He'd become a preacher. Nope. He is NFL nine years. Uh, he had the longest field goal at the time he kicked it was 60, uh, 68 or 67 yards, something like that. Uh, of course, it's been broken many times now, but he played AM, put nine years in the NFL. Anyway, last week I went to 
Subaru to have uh, your mom's car serviced. And uh, as I was leaving, he came up. He said, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. He says, I'm Tony. And uh, he, he said something about Alabama. I said, oh, are you an Alabama fan? He said, no, A&M. He showed this A&M shirt and all that kind of stuff. We got talking. He said, so I asked, I said, what's your name? He said, Tony. You know, he said, play football. And uh, I said, Franklin, kicker? He said, yep. So we got to talking. So I, I got to go, we'll have to go back here pretty soon and get him to autograph that book for me. Well, that's pretty something pretty cool. He has 18 college records. He has a uh, legend of the Sun Bowl. He's a 63-yard field goal against Florida. Uh, 36-yard field goal in the Super Bowl 20. He's a 1986 NFL scoring leader. He's a round three pick, uh, pick number 74 in the NFL. He played for the Eagles, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. He was an NFL rookie team in 1979, the Patriots all 80s team. So that's, that's quite an honor. And he's a Pro Bowl in 86, second team all pro in 86. That's, that's pretty neat. Yeah, Never know who he's going to meet, right? You never, never know. So. That's pretty thought, cool, man. I thought that was pretty neat. He, and he just, you you know, you think people like that are kind of highfalutin, all those kind of things, right? <laughs> he was just down to earth. He came up. He said, they taking care of you here? I said, yep. And, you know, and the, Chris and uh, the guys who take care of me there. And he said, well, if you need anything at all, you let me know. So. I am. I'm going to go back and see. I'm going to get that autograph. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you had a better week than I did this week. Yeah, you had some You had some uh, bad weather up the side of town. Dad, every tree we had was covered in ice. I mean, like a good quarter to half inch thick encased in ice. Every branch, every leaf, the whole damn tree. They The branches, the canopy of the tree was hanging down a good three and a half, four feet. In my front yard, the tree that's by my pickup, uh-huh. that thing, one side of it was laying on my truck. The other half that was facing towards the house, that was touching the ground. Oh, wow. The big tree off to the left, a big, big branch up up at the top where there's it kind of forks out, the whole thing snapped off. Oh, that wow. was laying in the ditch between the houses. I didn't notice it until I came home from work Thursday. I came home. I was angry. I was like, Brendan, there's there's a big branch in, in between the houses. Where did it come from? You know. And then I went back out and I looked and I looked and I looked up in the tree and I'm looking way, way, way in the top. And then I could see where it broke off. And I was like, shit, that's my tree. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many hours were you without power? Uh, 13 or 14 hours. Oh, wow. But you know what? As angry as I was, there are people in Austin still without power today. Yes, absolutely. That is, that is so sad. Our CPS energy guys that fixed the power all over San Antonio that day, and God bless them, man, they were out there in that ice cold weather, cutting down trees, getting our power lines restored. They have now gone up to Austin to help those jokers out. Well, and, uh, and the other thing, too, when you watch the news, and I was watching some from the Austin area and things like that, interviewing some of the people. This is a good world out here. 
sometimes we just don't hear it because there's a lot of folks out there cutting limbs and hauling stuff to help that situation out. You know, we really truly yeah. have, have a good time. And hearing, yeah, we do. And hearing how there are people in Austin as late as yesterday and today that still don't have power, it really puts my anger and frustration of my 12, 13, 14 hours without power into perspective. Yeah. It really does. Yeah, I was thinking, how, how strange is it? You're about 15, 20 miles from me. Um, that about side 30. Of, uh, how about, about 30 miles. About that side of town would be so cold in the south side. You know, when you put it in perspective, it's like any other part of the country, you know, the northern half and the southern half. But you don't think yeah. about it like that in terms of here where we live. You would think everybody would have the same kind of weather and those kind of exactly. things. But it, it, it doesn't. And uh that's how big San Antonio is, is that huge that now that's 30 miles by driving by the, how the crow flies is maybe 20, 25 miles, how the crow yeah. flies between your house and mine. But that 20 plus miles can make that much of a difference. Like you said, in, in, uh, latitude, because I think that's what goes east west is latitude yeah. that, that 20 plus miles in latitude can make the, all the difference in the trees being covered in ice and not. Yeah. And, and they're having even some, colder weather up north with some temperatures uh, like 5, 10, 15 below zero in some of those places up in the northeast, northwest. On that cold snap, the coldest part of all of that was in Texas in the panhandle. Yeah. Not even in Colorado, Oklahoma, none of those places were as cold as it was in the panhandle. It's amazing. Uh they can say what they want to say about climate change, but the good Lord's going to give us what he wants us to have. You got that right. Man, it, but it still wasn't as cold as it was two years ago when we had that cold snap in February. It, it didn't last as long. It was just a few days and moved through. I think that was a, was a part of it. And we didn't have the cold leading up to it like we had a couple of years ago. Or the snow. Yeah. Which, which helped keep that cold going, too. Yeah, but it's it's amazing. Uh, and we had a couple of deaths, in, unfortunately, here in San Antonio. I understand as a result because of that. Because of the weather. Yeah. So, but really, it's really heartbreaking. To, but then on the other side, when you see all the people come together, it really warms your heart to see. It, and to me, I just really believe there's just more better people out there than what you hear on TV and radio or what you see. Sometimes. I'd like to believe it. Yeah, I want to believe it. I need to believe it. It is. I, I want to tell you, there's some good folks out there. Yeah. Well, we've got a big event well, coming up in San Antonio. We do? Yep. What event? Radio and lot, uh, the uh, Rodeo and Livestock Show. Oh, yeah, that is coming to town, isn't it? It's February. Yep. Here, uh, this week, as a matter of fact. And also, this week, I have a concert. Where are you going? I'm going to this new venue called Techport. Well, it's not Techport. Um, I think Boeing bought the rights to it. Let me see what they call it now. Let me get my glasses. It was called Techport San Antonio. Now it's called the Boeing Center at Techport. Okay. 
So that's over there um, where Kelly Air Force used to be. Okay. So um, I'm going to see Anthrax, Black Label Society, and Exodus. And I got a VIP meet and greet with the band Exodus before the show. So I'm pretty stoked about that. That sounds like fun. That's not what the picture you posted on Facebook the other day, is it? That group? Uh, was that Soulfly? I was supposed to see them Friday. Oh yeah, that's the other part of the week. I, I don't, I haven't told you this bit of good news. So again, this has been a really good week for us. So Monday, I'm coming home from work. My wife had texted me. She's like, "Call me." So I call her. She's like, "I tested positive for COVID." Oh wow! So yeah, she's had COVID all this week. We had the ice storm, lost power. Um, I was supposed to go see Soulfly Friday night, but she still wasn't feeling good, so I decided to stay home with her. We didn't get to go to Aldaco's on Friday night and have our margaritas, either because she was sick or that I was going to the concert. But either way, we weren't we weren't going, so it, it's been been a downer week for us. But she tested this morning and she's not positive, so that's a good thing. Oh, that's good news to hear. You know, and our friend Raphael is finally home. He over his COVID and uh, the other things he's had. Uh, yeah, he had yeah. pneumonia, you said, and he RSV, had, didn't you? Yep, sure did, all three, and, and re had to go do some rehab and stuff like that, so he's home and doing well. well that's went good. By, went by and saw Stan the other day, uh, and he was uh, actually lucid where we could have a little conversation, and uh, made him feel good. I printed out an Eagles picture, fly, Eagles fly, and, you know, about the game, and and stuff like that, and hand it to him, and so he, he felt good about that. And uh, that's good. I hope Sam pulls out, man. I like being around him. He's a, he's a fun guy. He uh, he is a super guy, and uh, we got prayers for him. And hopefully, we can get some more people to go by and see him. I know um, Gabriel, our chaplain, is going by this week, and if everything goes well, may I'm gonna meet him over there and. Go see him. I try to go see him at least once a week and say hello to him and, and stuff like that. You know, that's good. That's good. But hey, I heard uh, Alabama finally hired an offensive coordinator this week. Yes, they did. And he's from Notre Dame. Yeah, but he's he's daddy's from he, Notre Dame. I know that that's, he's not from that, the SEC. <laughs> Well, he coached with Saban. He coached with Saban a little bit, if I remember correctly, before and stuff. And I thought I don't uh, think he has. No, that's right. I'm thinking about somebody else, the defensive coordinator they're looking at. Todd, not Grantham, but uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I just saw it this morning. But uh, he he turned the Notre that Notre Dame program around pretty quick offensively and. Uh, So we'll see. They generally don't have a problem getting any talent. They just don't get the the quality offensive and defensive line guys or right. even speed guys. They get the smart guys, just not the, the strength and speed. Well, we had, we had the number one signing class again this year, so we'll see how that goes too. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, but we don't know. We got a quarterback just like uh, God, just like when uh, Bryce Young was coming in. Yeah, that was when we went to the A Day game. Yep, and we were not impressed with any quarterback play that day. 
Yeah, I, we got two. Then we're looks. You know, we got a couple of five star recruits and stuff like that. But Julian Milro, I'm sure he's a good player, but he just not impressed. But maybe he'll be another Jalen Hurts, right? Because he seems like he wants to run the ball and stuff like that more so. Or you know, when he's not comfortable, he just tuck it and you know. So we'll have to see. But they don't let our second string guys do much with the ball either. They no. really don't. And I can understand that in some respects. In some respects, I think sometimes you just need to turn loose and let them go. Now, one thing I did read that I did like about this new offensive coordinator, and which is probably the reason why Saban grabbed him, is because we're going to go back to being a power run. Yeah, he's 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 a big two tight end type guy. So, and we've gotten away from that as well. Yeah, and I think that's more balanced good. output. It gives you more. You're right. More balance. You can. Uh, you get good blocking, but you also got an extra receiver there. Yes, you do. Because no. you know these big SEC defenses. They they pride themselves on that linebacking and that uh, uh, defensive end coming around and getting those guys, getting pressure yep. on the quarterback. Fortunately, we had a quarterback that could you know get around all that stuff and make good plays, keep his head downfield. But right now we don't have – we don't know what we have at quarterback. Yeah. So we need that, like you said, that tight end blocking, uh, power run, and just hold that defender and then become a receiver if need be. I think the other thing that's going to be key this year is going to be running back. If we have oh, some yeah. running backs that can uh, hit the hole quick and, and have the power, I don't think we had that as much last year as we've had in the past. We didn't have it, and we didn't have the depth. Because you normally, you know, the same in running backs. There's always been three running backs. You got yep. your bell cow, which is your junior senior. Then you got your sophomore junior behind him, and then you got your freshman running back. And then once the junior senior graduates, the next two move up, and then they got the next guy behind them. And they we've had that rotation for years, and then yep. all of a sudden we haven't had it for like the last couple. Yeah. And I think, personally, we've gotten away from the run because we didn't have the depth at it last year, nor last year did we have the depth at wide receiver. What yeah, good is Jalen, not Jalen, Bryce Young running around and think nobody to catch the ball? Exactly. And and what I was reading about the draft, not the draft, but the uh, – Signing the, day? The signing day. We, we got some pretty good running back uh, candidates coming in. So we'll see how that goes and – uh, we, we've got the offensive line is going to be pretty good. The defensive line, I think, is going to be pretty good. So it, it's just going to depend on. But like this one thing I, I saw the other day, we got to get back to defense. Defense wins championships. Yeah, and defense travels too. Yep. So and we go to some very hostile locations. And, and they, the SEC they turn up the noise for us. Yeah, and that SEC is. There's a lot more parity than it was a few years ago. I mean, everybody's starting to draft good, play good, and stuff like that. But actually, I kind of like it. We don't have to play LSU on the road. We got them at home. Yeah. Uh, we got A&M on the road this year, don't we? Yeah. We're, in fact, I was talking to, when I was talking to uh, Tony Franklin, we were talking about that game. He said, maybe I'll see you there. I said, you and I sometimes go to, to a game up there. That's a good experience. I, I'm going to tell you, 
I, I, I love A&M. I, it's not anything I don't like about them except when they play us. You know, obviously that's going to be a little different. But, you know, that last time we went, I, I, there was a great experience, a great venue. And what impressed me more was when we went out to eat, how friendly all the, the people were. They, even though they're all young college kids, very respectful. No one talking a whole lot of trash. And, you know. No, you're right. It was um, even just trying to find our way through the campus to get to the stadium. Everybody was very nice and friendly. Yes. Uh, and, you know, that's the way it should be. It should be fun. Yes. Yeah. You can talk trash in the stands next to the, you know, the fan, but, you know, be respectful about the trash talking. Exactly. Don't make it personal. It's not personal. Right. It, it, it just has to be fun. So mm-hmm. what do you think about this Super Bowl? Not happy, man. My 49ers look like do-do-do-do last weekend. You know, I think they were a victim of what I've always said about football players or any athlete. When you get the big head and you think you got this and the other team gets a little mo- momentum going, it's hard to change the dynamics of the game. And I think that's what happened. Their third and then fourth string quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know the, the NFL had that rule. You could only carry two quarterbacks on the team. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I read that. That's active. Active, right. And that's for the game. And that's okay. why that's why they had to put Brock Purdy back in when the other guy got hurt. And he got a. Uh, I guess a real bad arm injury and stuff like that. May have it was to nerve damage, I think is what they said. So. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, they were. the game off at the halftime because, I mean, it, it was a blowout. Yes, it was. Uh, and they were they were not coming back. And the Eagles, they, they, they were like sharks. They smelled blood in the water. And, and, you know, to their credit, they played like champions. Yeah. And I, I just hope they can share that momentum going forward. I, and I like both. Of the, I like the uh, Chiefs, and I like the Eagles. But especially, put, you know, four players on the Eagles team is uh, so. It's, 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 I think they're the two best teams that deserve to be there. Um, I, I love Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a great, great quarterback who was very too. underrated in the draft, and I'm happy to see him shining right now. Jalen, another great quarterback that. Left Alabama for greener pastures at Oklahoma. Had a great season up there at OU. Um, and then has really blossomed up there in uh, Philadelphia. He's, yep. he's turned into the quarterback that we always hoped we would see. Yep. Yeah, and that just goes to show you when, you when you have a coach that believes in you and develops you, and that's sometimes you don't always see that in NFL, or I don't think you do anyway. You, they expect you to come in and deliver that first year, and sometimes – it's not going to happen. Sometimes it takes you a, a couple of years before you can get acclimated because it's a big change, big difference from the college level to the NFL level. But I also think, and rightly, that the NFL has kind of changed. They always wanted that pocket passer, and the quarterbacks coming up today just are not that. They're, you know, they run, they do the RPO, they do a spread offense, and the NFL has kind of gotten to that. Yes. To where they're playing more to the strengths of the run of the quarterback, which I think is really great. Yep. So and you don't I, have a lot of wasted talent and wasted money 
and it makes it more interesting, more fun to watch too. It puts a little, you know, when you when you know somebody's either going to run or pass it. Yeah, it, it just kind of changes the dynamics of the game. It's kind of one way or two way there. But when you add that other dimension in there, to me, it makes it more exciting, and more fun. Well, there's even been more parity in the NFL in the last couple of years between the teams. It used to be there was this, and then there was that. Yeah. There wasn't there was a few here, but everybody else was like down here. Yeah, and and now you're you're all over the place. Yeah, well, the NFC East had every team but the Redskins make the playoffs this year. Yeah, and just a few years before that, they were called the NFC Least. Yeah, they were the only team that made the playoffs had an under 500 record, but they were the the best of the worst in their division. So they got a team in the playoffs. Yep. So it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. To, uh, look for it I, because we got the three, the four Alabama players, and that, that helps me want to root for the. But I got to root for for Stan's team this year for the Super Bowl, though. Just, nah, the Eagles. Just, yeah, I just hope like heck they can win and uh, take something over there. To, if it makes this day just a little bit better, then it, that's what I want to see. And by rooting for the Eagles, if they win, that's just a little more salt you can pour in them Dallas Cowboy wounds and <laughs> sop up with them tears. Yeah. And I see the Dallas Cowboys got a new offensive coordinator, too. So we'll see they how need that to get a, a better coach. But more importantly, the owner needs to just do ownership things and not be the coach. <laughs> yeah. The manager. Just step up and Meet make the, the money. And let, to the professionals. Yeah, let the coaches coach. The yep. head fan. Because they have the talent. So, but anyway. Oh, man, football's almost over. We've got a long drought before college picks back up again. I don't know what the heck we're going to do. I, I have to start forcing myself to watch more basketball. Yeah, the Alabama basketball team doing real good this year. Uh, I watched them play LSU, and that was that was a close game. Uh, but it was good there. They don't know what lost two games so far this year. I think something like that in conference play. Uh, in conference, we're undefeated overall. overall. Oh, okay, because uh, they well, got blown out against by OU this year. Yeah, that was there. You go. That's same thing again. They come off the other game before that. I forgot who uh, who they played now that they won. It was like number two rated team or number one. But anyway. They end up winning that game. You go play to Oklahoma. Oklahoma said, like, we can beat you, boys. And when, when you're players, yeah, we got this. And you got to go out with, you know, what kind of attitude. Next thing you know, somebody's knocking on your door and it's too hard to come back or it's that much more difficult to come back. Yeah, you're right. And Nate Oates, he's a good coach, man. He really is. He's yes, he is. And they just extended him. Uh, and the women's soccer team, all the other sports are starting to pick up there in, uh, in a little bit. So, Okay. Good deal. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to uh, Texas State this year. They stole away the head coach from uh, Incarnate Word. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he did, he's, he's, he's done a really good, good head job. Coach. Yeah, he's done a yeah, good job. Incarnate Word, was pretty, they went pretty deep in the FCS playoffs this year. Uh-huh. I think they made it to the Sweet 16 in the playoffs. 
Yeah, I, I thought they went a little bit higher than that. I thought they, they won the. I thought they won the first game and lost the second one. I, I don't remember. But I thought they won the second game. Huh? I think they won the second game too. Yeah. So, yeah, they they went pretty good in it. Let me see here. So we got the eight-day we got the eight-day game coming up here pretty soon, so we'll be able to see a little bit. Because you know, Saber's not going to show you too much. Nope, you're not. I'm interested to see what Ty Simpson can do. Hopefully, see he'll get a lot of playing time and see see how he does. So, Incarnate Word. They went all the way. Hang on a second. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with this uh can't figure it out on the, the screen here. Yeah. They played Sacramento in one. Then they played Furman in one. One. And, okay, so they went to the semifinals and lost. So, yeah, they went deep, Dad. They went deep. Yeah. That, they lost to North Dakota State. Yes. And so I they think lost to the team that went to the championship. So they lost to North Dakota State, and then uh, Montana State played South Dakota State, and obviously they lost, and then South Dakota State, State beat North Dakota State. So they went super, super deep. Matter of fact, when they lost to North Dakota State, it was 35-32. And that speaks volumes about this, uh, the San Antonio area. UTSA did real well, and Cornet Ward did well. Uh, I think Texas State will, will do well, and uh, yeah, it just it takes time. Uh, Texas State's problem, like a lot of other good schools, is they don't have the money in the well for the resources. And if they don't put the money towards the resources, I don't care how good of a coach you are, you're not going to get anybody coming to school. If exactly. Facilities look like crap. Yeah. Yeah. And if your facilities look like crap, you're not going to get a good coach to want to come. Exactly. So you got to put your money where your mouth is. You got to put your money in the facility. So the kids want to go to a place that at least looks nice. And if you look at some of the top JUCO programs in the country, they have really nice facilities. Yeah. And I think, that, colleges. I think that's one of the things that says help UTSA. When they first started this program, they brought in a good coach, a name coach, but they also put some money. The alumni has, has done good things with the, you know, for the facilities and and things like that. Now they start to get the name recognition. You get players into that NFL process. Then there's other kids that want to come. I was watching. I was watching some of the stuff the other day on the on signing day. There's one player that's uh, I don't remember the name or something. He's a top player. Actually, there's two. One's going to UTSA. One's going to Texas State. They were. Uh, you know, in the top top ten, I think in the in the state of Texas and stuff like that. 
one of them said he's staying home here in San Antonio and the other was going to Texas State. So that's good. You started getting some of that talent in there. Yep. Speaking of San Antonio, did you know that San Antonio is a birthplace of ranching? I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Rancho Ranching. Goes all the way back to the early 1800s, late 1700s. Rancho de los Cabras. My Spanish is not very good. It's okay. Outside of Floresville is a ranch out there that started ranching here in Texas and stuff like that. Did not know that until I was doing some other stuff this morning. We got to make a trip. We got to start getting some road trips going here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do something this weekend with you guys, but with Brenda having COVID, I just, we didn't do anything and I didn't let you know about it, but she found a restaurant that's in the Alamo Ranch area, just across the uh, 1604 from you guys. Then they got really good margaritas and stuff like that, that uh, she sent me an Instagram on and I want to take you guys to, it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, your mom would like that if it has a good margaritas. Exactly. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Best margaritas near Alamo Ranch Parkway. Let me see what Yelp has to say. What's the name of it? I'm trying to find it. It's not showing up in Yelp. Okay. I'll have to look at it in my Instagram. Brenda, Brenda sent it to me. Well, we'll try that. Oh, man, I'm looking at the, the timer. Guess what we got for time right now? Can you see it in the upper right-hand corner? 34 minutes. How many? 34. It says 29. Mine says 34. Upper right-hand corner? Uh-oh. Uh-uh. Look down below. I don't look. What's that say? I don't see anything but your thumb, your finger. Uh, mine says 29 minutes and 59. We hit 30 minutes on the dot. Well, my may have started earlier or something. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, we got, we got two good concerts coming up that I'm looking forward to. Is uh, Gene Watson on March 2nd and Randall King on the 31st for, for us. Yep, yep, and yep, yep. I'm excited about that. So... So, yeah, this month, uh, like I said, I got Anthrax, Black Label Society, Nexodus next Friday. And then at the end of the month, on the 26th, Brendan and I are going to go see John Mellencamp at um, uh, the Majestic Theater. Okay. And then that same week, you and I are going to see Gene Watson up at uh, the Brontex Performing Arts Center in New Braunfels. So, yeah, it's a lot, a lot going on. Weather's yeah, starting he- to warm up. He's been performing 60 years. I did not know that. That is impressive. Yeah. 60 years, a long time. That's longer than I've been around. Yep. And, and, and he, has, he has a lot of hits. He actually has uh, six number one hits. He has uh, 23 top tens, uh, 75 charted hits. He actually has three number one gospel hits. So mm. he, That's impressive. Yep. Yeah. 
three of my favorite songs, though, is Love in the Hot Afternoon. I love that song. And when it first came out, very controversial uh, song because it's talking about Love in the Hot Afternoon with, on Bourbon Street and all that kind of stuff. The other one, 14 Carat Mine, that was his first number one hit. And his, sig- his signature song, Farewell Party, I like that song. So I'm I'm excited. I have to. Usually I don't buy CDs at those venues, but I, when we go see Randall King, I'm gonna buy one or two of his. He's got a couple that I looked at that I. It's, I it, this is I think his first outdoor um, at floors, so yeah. I think he's taking it to that next level. Yep, and uh, I read about it. he's really up and coming and. Uh, it's, it's going to be a good concert, I think. It'll be a lot of fun for the four of us. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. Did we did we ever ask Mom if she wants to come? Yes, yeah, she can. I couldn't remember if we asked her or not. Yeah, you, you said it and we talked about it, and you know how your mom is. She's gonna. Oh no, well. But then when she gets there, and her and Brenda get to talking, and she has a. Drink it too. She's really enjoying herself. All right. Yeah. Well, we're at that magical moment where we've we've hit the time limit. We've hit that natural lull in the conversation. So you know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Time to go. <laughs> time to go. Yeah. I gotta. You ain't gotta go home, but you can't stay here. I gotta go make my HEB trip. Uh, get all my stuff I'm gonna need. Too. I gotta get all my stuff I'm gonna need next week because I'm not sure how that surgery is going to go and how that. Well, I know how it's going to go. It's just I'm gonna feel for a couple of days afterwards. That's what I gotta make sure I'm ready for. Well, if you need anything, let me know. Okay. Oh, I'll call. All right. I hope so. I, you know I will. In fact, I was gonna call okay. you this week, but, but with all this weather stuff's going on, I said no, I'm not gonna bother because. I know it was pretty bad, that area up there. All right, old man. I love you. Love you, too. You Be good. See I'll you do down the road. All right. All right. Y'all take care, everybody. God bless. All right. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye.